0: Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news.
1: As always, we will get to the news items very soon. Uh, but can I start off with a bit of Oscars debriefing?
0: Only if you're doing
1: it. Okay, sure. I'm not going to break down everything. I just want to knock off some of the big things. You know, we talked about the nominations, but we have the winners now. The Oscars have been and
0: done. I can remember um, some, so I'm really relying on you.
1: Overall, as a summary, I'm pretty damn happy with how things worked out.
0: I mean, Toy Story, best animated movie.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but no, all pretty much every time someone was announced as a winner, I was like, yeah, cool. I liked it. I liked that. And then I feel like there was there was, yeah, there was diversity. There was, like... Real choices. I just feel like the winning, the deserving winners won a lot of them. Um, so let's go through a couple of them. I've got um, for Best Actress, Renee Zellweger for the movie Judy, where she's playing Judy Garland. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. And one Garland's of... daughter refuses to watch it. Oh, wow. Could be a good film. I've not seen it. Oh, Have wow. you seen it? Um, no, actually, one of the few Oscar movies,
1: you know, amongst the conversations that I didn't, uh, didn't get. So I did do all the best pictures, though. Um, and I'm pleased with the winner. Um, but Best Actor, our boy
0: Joaquin Phoenix. It's incredible. I mean, he was he was winning everything, all the other awards. Yeah. But they're not the Oscars. So we're waiting. You know, we're talking Critics' Choice, BAFTAs, Golden Globes. Yeah, paint by numbers these awards. <laughs> <laughs> but but we like get that. to the Academy Award and they've gone, yeah, DC movie, Joker, Winner, just give it to him. Just give it. I mean, to he's brilliant. Well deserved in that in that role, very well deserved.
1: Um, best director
0: went to Bong Joon-ho for the movie Parasite. I need to see Parasite. haven't seen Parasite. I think I'm the only one. (laughs) Maybe just me and my wife. Everyone else seems to have seen this movie. Yeah, like I said, I I told you I went to... I made sure we
1: we saw all of the the Best Picture nominees so I could go in and make my educated guess. My educated guess for the winner of Best Picture was 1917. Wouldn't have been my choice. I would have gone with Joker. um, But Bias, you know, just because the movie was insane. Um, But no, I thought, you know, the Academy would love 1917. If not that, then... um, What was that other one? Never mind, not important. The winner
0: was, uh, for Best Picture, Parasite. And I think it's the first time that a foreign language film has won Best Picture. Yeah, first foreign language win, Best Picture. First
1: South Korean, specifically. Um, I mean, yeah. Talk about diversity or lack lack thereof in in the Oscars. Here it is on display, but... I think it's actually a deserving... It wasn't just like, hey, let's pick it because it's the foreign movie. But not only that, it won Best Foreign Film as well, which when that happened, I thought it was out of contention for... You'd think. I would be like, okay, they've given them that one, but...
0: <laughs> I know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. That just seems a bit off to me, but okay. To win both categories? Yeah. Well, if it's the best foreign film and the best... Because it's like, if it's, if it's best <laughs> film in general, well, it's obviously the best foreign language one. Well, it would
1: have to be. Because the other ones, the other foreign film weren't nominated for Best Picture. So
0: if Parasite is the It'd Best be, Picture, it I would like, have
1: to be Best Foreign as well. Just by default. feel,
0: I think, a little bit cheated <laughs> yeah. if you're one of those other foreign films. You'd be like, oh, give but, us a chance. But again,
1: they can't win it if Parasite is the best film. But anyway, well-deserved. You should definitely see it.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I will. I'm definitely going to watch that. It's just uh, ticking
1: all boxes of unconventional, um, original, so very original. It's,
0: it's fantastic. I thought, I can't just say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to add something to our little Oscars segment. I
1: mean, I was done. I was done, but sure. You know, I'm
0: adding something. I waited until you were done. Okay. This is what I'm going to add. And it's about a Marvel film. Surprise
1: but I'm going to have this. Oh, is this the Avengers thing?
0: Avengers Endgame <laughs> is the first film in Oscars history to win zero awards while holding the title for highest grossing film of all time. Of course. So we we got, you know, Avatar would have won like, visual effects, maybe some other stuff. Titanic, of course, won. Jurassic Park, E.T., Star Wars, Jaws, The Godfather, The Sound of Music, Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Avengers highest grossing movie of all time is it worthy of any awards nah I mean, zero at least give them special effects give them special something. effects I've mentioned portals once or twice on this the podcast the music man of oh, the music and just yeah but no nope. zero but
1: that's okay
0: anyway that's the Oscars and now on to trailer talk and we've got just one Spiral from the book of Saw <laughs> official title I mean this is a continuation, isn't it? They're not rebooting Saw. No, so it's definitely set
1: within the universe. It's it kind of... It's like someone's piggybacking off the style it's of
0: the... More of a spin-off. Yeah. If you go back to... What was it? 2004. That first Saw movie. Is that when it was? Wow. Very cheap <laughs> movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. And like just blew me away like most when I first watched it. But it was like a stripped back... It was just like it was a cheap production. They shot it in a short period of time. And then we get this, let's say, spin-off. We've got Chris Rock. We've got Samuel L. Jackson. So they're they're <laughs> taking a different approach. I mean saying that you did have Danny Glover and oh, for sure. Carrie oh, Ells sure. in the first one. But they've gone big with the cast. And Chris Rock is producing this movie. Like he's like it's... he was driving this movie. From the beginning, which always surprised me, seeing the trailer, seeing Rock in this trailer, I'm there. I want to see it. And I didn't see the last Saw film. What was that, Jigsaw? The worst. Did not watch that one. I was a one.
1: big defender of the Saw movies, even up until like its sixth or seventh movie.
0: But this has me intrigued. And,
1: oh yes, Jigsaw was terrible.
0: But So I wouldn't watch a new Saw film, but I'm here for a spiral it's, it, movie.
1: It's weird because like I watch I'm like, okay, yeah, I really wanna check this out because of, you know, what it is and Saw and all that kind of stuff. But on one hand I'm like, it feels so out of place. It's glossy, it's shiny, it's brand new with these big stars and It seems very what, odd. What? Like those the first Saw movie was hardcore in like indie independent, made on the cheap, and then, you know, the rest of them were just sort of, like, churned out, although entertaining, and lovely twists, and uh, edge of my seat. But, you know, pretty much churned out cheap horror flicks.
0: You know what, I'm going to do it now. It was going to be my trivia in closing, but right. you kind of touch it now, so I'll just run through it. So this is Saw from 2004. The film's pre-production was only five days. It was shot and cut at the same time in 18 days. All of the bathroom scenes were shot in six days, The rehearsal takes were actual footage for the film. I mean, the car chase was filmed in the garage of a warehouse by turning off the lights, adding some fog, and just shaking the cars while filming from the front. (laughs) That's how they did it. There's no exterior shots in the film because the production team could not afford them. (laughs) So that movie was on the cheap. Going back to what you just said there, this movie, this trailer, it's got a gloss to it, it looks expensive you've got these big actors <laughs> so I'm, be, I'm very curious it'll be interesting
1: to say like well, could the budget for this potentially be the whole franchise added together maybe, I mean, <laughs> that's how cheap the other ones were
0: that first movie, it launched the careers of James Wan Lee yeah, Winnell yeah. and neither of them I don't think have anything to do with this movie maybe they'll get credited as creators of Saw but they're not actually involved in this they movie. Could be, uh, they could be uh, in in title-only, like a producer I mean, role, t- you know, credit. Lee winnell has been busy making The Invisible Woman with Elizabeth Moss. He's been busy, but he's, yeah, he's not <laughs> near this. Hey, if you're interested, the movie comes out in May, middle of May. Middle May. Okay. Spiral from the Book of Saw. You know, that was rumoured as the title for quite a while. And they just went with it? You know what I'm finding in this day and age? A rumour very quickly becomes the truth. <laughs> there's so many things in Hollywood. Just so <laughs> yeah. links. Or maybe like the rumour's better than that better than reality, so just change it. Let's go with it and say, Oh, that one's pretty good, yeah. And that was trailer talk, so <laughs> do you want to get bogged down? Just one trailer. That's it Dan. I guess there's some news as well.
1: Movie news. Yeah. I mean,
0: boy. Is there some news? Am I starting with the story? You can start. I can
1: start. Alright, well it's, it's it's Batman news, the Batman director, my Matt I was saying, Michael. No, Matt Reeves has unveiled the first official footage of Robert Pattinson
0: in the batsuit. People were very quick for daredevil comparisons just because the they used the red. Oh, in the okay. Trailer. Fair, fair But it's test footage and Bloody hell! I'm I'm liking the fact that you can see stitching on the cowl. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's made it, not like it just magically appeared into existence. Yeah, like I
1: mean, the equipment obviously you've been paid for and it's all there, but to construct it and put it all together, yeah, there's there's a handmade quality to it. But there's still an awesome, very expensive shine to, like the the sharpness of the bat logo and the all. bat logo.
0: Do you know the rumor there? That? It's actually made out of the gun Joe Chill used to kill his parents. Oh, some deep stuff. And that was, I don't know if it was the first time it was in a story, but in Detective Comics issue 1000, I believe it came out last year, maybe the year before, written by Kevin Smith, illustrated by Jim Lee. That was that story. What he wanted to do, That the weapon that took something away from him, he used it, protection on his chest. Wow, so that and it looks like a gun, like it's been split like oh, yeah, in two halves. Yeah. And if that's what they've done to make the bat, because they've always got to do something a bit different with these batsuits, or maybe course. that's a way of doing and it. And do you
1: know, what? I think they've successfully done. Every time we do get a new Batman, it's it's something different, whether genre-wise or style or the type of Batman, the character, the suit. I think they're doing something different again. You know
0: that we, we haven't seen on screen. We don't yet know the size of his ears. That's always the thing with mm. Batman. Like, how big or little are they going with the ears? Like, Affleck, they, they went just, little. They might just get it right this time. But overall, I mean, I feel pretty positive about the look. It,
1: it kind of gives a, almost like an Arkham Asylum, you know, the video games kind of style
0: to it. Where it's a... I'm liking the look, the look of it. I really am. Pattinson has a jaw. It looks like it, his jaw was made for, to be wearing the cowl. <laughs> it just looks perfect. You know, talking about the design of the suit, though. Again, like talking about the stitching. Reportedly, the film will take place yeah. in Batman's second year. I do like that.
1: So it, we're not going to really get an origin. We're going to be in it. It's going to be. We happening. know it. We know.
0: Everyone knows it. We all know what happens. We don't all. We don't all know what happened year two. Right. That's where we, all, we know about the radioactive bat bite. Um, we. It's been. Yeah. It's been out there. Honing his skills for a year, yeah. villains would have started to appear. His name know is known, you know. It's like, year two, yeah, the roles like are that. coming
1: out. Some of them fresh faced, but yeah, deep in there enough to be established. Yeah, it's, it's a good time set. I'm
0: excited. I, I'm really, I'm really excited. And it's why they keep making Batman movies because Batman. Because cool. people just get excited about it. I
1: like it. Batman, and you got to do good stuff with him.
0: You know, we're going to change a director for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This story is potentially madness, if it comes true. Former Spider-Man director Sam Raimi, I think at the time when I was taking notes for the story, it was in talks. But the director, or previous director, Scott Derrickson, has come out in support of Raimi as directing I'm the movie. That's still not confirmed, though. That's... I mean, it's, it's not... I think it's been out there for too long... For nobody at Marvel to come out and say, slow your horses, yeah. not a thing. I did read
1: somewhere that the 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 stage that they're at with the talks is at a stage where normally they don't get that far unless it's happening. He could still pull out or something could change. I hope he doesn't. But they're at that stage where they want him. He wants there. They're just ironing out stuff. Sam so-
0: Raimi is a great fit for Doctor Strange. And if you're looking at the co-creator of both Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, Steve Ditko, Raimi would be directing both his characters. That's a good point. do like that.
1: It does, right? I mean, first of all, Sam Raimi, we know him not only for Spider-Man, his horror background. Evil Dead, Darkman. This Doctor Strange movie, you know, it was supposedly supposed to have horror elements to it. I mean, there's a fit there. Spider-Man 2 is still regarded as, you know, one of the... Maybe still one of the best. Oh, it's comic still book there. It's really it's up there. For really good, really sure. good. So I think let us give Rami a chance to redeem himself
0: after Spider Man Three and come back, all hot and and uh, and knock it out of the park. Was his last movie, Drag Me to Hell, or was it Jack and the Giant Slayer? It's been a while, hasn't it, since Rainey's um, directed anything? Direct. Oh, no, the Return to Wizard of Oz movie. That oh, Oz one? wow. Yeah. Okay, the James Franco one. Yep. Yeah, and oh, then, okay. he, then he kind of just went into producing. Come and... back and make a good movie again. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, apparently, Rachel McAdams won't be back, but that's fine. She was okay in that first movie. Yeah, and I don't know, yeah, I think... If she doesn't come back as the nurse, I'm all right with
1: that. I guess no one was really asking where was she during Infinity War, Endgame. So. That's a good point. So, yeah. like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Maybe she's, like, too old now.
0: <laughs> I just think Maybe she's she doing other things. Yeah, I, I, don't, do I thing. don't think that character made enough of an impact to bring her back. Yeah, fair call. Um, we got a release date, do we? Uh First week of May, twenty twenty one. Yeah, that so a bit of a bit out. of a way away yet, but it's it's coming. Before we move on, though, just one
1: quick question to you, and of course, just speculating. Obviously, with the title being Multiverse of Madness, we've got Sam Raimi, who previously directed a, a different interpretation of Spider Man, not in the MCU, if you know what I'm saying. I do We have been seeing, you know. Images of Spider-Man pop up in said Morbius trailers and stuff. So, could you think they could just be going all out and potentially Tobey Maguire Spider-Man could feature?
0: I've just been waiting to say no. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going, but how? No, I don't. No, I don't think. That's see, I don't happen. think
1: it will happen. But do you know
0: what? Things,
1: stranger things have happened.
0: I think it's more likely that you'd get a live-action character interaction in a Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse sequel, where right. they'll go to a reality and maybe it'll happen there. But I don't think it would happen in this movie. Well, let me keep talking about Spider-Man, though. So Sony, in association with Marvel, um, have
1: set an October 8, 2021 release date for an untitled Marvel movie. So this untitled movie may be another Spider-Man spin-off coming to fruition. Uh, potentially the Black Cat or Silver Sable movie, which I was talking about a while ago. Or one focused on you know another villain like uh, Kraven the Hunter. Nightwatch it's a character yeah <laughs> Nightwatch Madame Web or I don't know many others are we thinking spin-off again we don't know the deal that is now on the table between Marvel and Sony <laughs> and we I'm, don't know what I'm they're just doing saying with this. Spider-Man
0: I don't want any of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not one I don't want any of those well movies. I want Craven for Spider-Man 3 yes but not a Craven movie yeah no, Sony I come on <laughs> But then again, Venom made all the but money. And maybe they're going to do it again talking with talking live
1: action, and I'm not seeing any live action sort of thing to the story. Do we have a date for Into the Spider-Verse 2?
0: Yeah, they have put a date. I can't remember what it is. And it's not it's this now. No, no. Could it be? If a... they're smart, they go Christmas again with that movie. Could that it was be... Christmas, wasn't it? First uh, one? I think so, or close right. to.
1: Yeah, it was at the end of the oh, year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a year, 18, 20, um, Could this be an animated spin-off?
0: I think it's going to be one of them. Damn, and
1: I, mean, it, I don't want nothing. any of those.
0: Just because you've got the characters doesn't mean you should make a movie <laughs> featuring <laughs> those characters. What else could they do? I mean, like Madden a... Web, they've been talking about that for a while. I, I don't need that. What about, like, Scorpion or something?
1: I don't a Scorpion movie, I'd... maybe. No. No. Oh, no, they really, they've already had a score. They've already
0: done... you and Sony is looking at the success Warner Brothers have had with Joker, and they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do more villain <laughs> movies. Yeah, but they're not going to do them.
1: They're not going to do them properly. Anyway,
0: let's move on. <laughs> We've talked about this before, but now it's officially official. A sequel to Ryan Johnson's Knives Out movie has been officially greenlit by Lionsgate. Officially official. Is it official? It is. We, I think we talked about as being sounds pretty official. official before, but now Lionsgate have made it official. To me, this is not it. <laughs> the It <Whodunit> follow-up... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to finish. I'll start and so I'll finish. The It follow-up will follow Daniel Craig's character, Benoit Blanc as he investigates a new mystery. I'm there for that completely. I think when they first started talking about it getting a sequel... Ryan Johnson did join in online, and everyone got really excited, but Lionsgate they made the movie, they were the studio behind it, so they're coming out saying it's actually gonna happen exciting times i I just yeah, I feel like we've done this story i just I just feel like it's done i mean it is now now it's <laughs> official.
1: <laughs> all right, I have some dinosaur news, which is always exciting um, Jurassic world three casting news. Uh, Well, I guess recasting. Uh, Jake Johnson and Omar Sy, we first saw them in the original Jurassic World film. They didn't come back for Fallen Kingdom, but uh, they are apparently returning for the third Jurassic World adventure after the kingdom has fallen. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you put these cast members next to, oh, yeah, remember Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill returning? Not as in. I mean, I enjoyed Jake Johnson in
0: Jurassic World.
1: Omar Sy, whatever, you know, good role. Yeah. What are your thoughts? My, my favourite thing talking?
0: about Johnson in Jurassic World was him wearing a Jurassic Park t-shirt. Right. <laughs> would you
1: I he still I, I was, I I like was not
0: be. wondering where these characters exactly. were when I watched Fallen Kingdom. But listen, we're here to talk about the news. It's news. <laughs> Unlike Now's Art 2, which I get okay, fair enough. Maybe I should have left that <laughs> off the schedule. But it's it, it, it was official.
1: If, yeah, if this movie is meant to be the capper of the series, yeah, bring back as many as you yeah, can. Yeah,
0: bring them all back.
1: Bring back that kid that pissed Sandy off I've got, in that
0: first movie. I've got conditions for Goldblum. <laughs> Lose the beard. Mm. Lose the beard. Mm. In Jenna Jones 5, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has confirmed it's seen active development and Harrison Ford is set to reprise his iconic role. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull... I mean, easily the worst. I think you can agree <laughs> with that. He was old then. Too old? He, he, yes. Okay, I was about to that. what was that? That it was, was like, too old then. That was like 10 years ago. So many years ago. And we ago. were saying, too old. Too old for this. I'm happy to live in a bubble where there's only three movies. <laughs> and there's a perfect trilogy. I feel like that happens a lot. That's my Indiana Jones experience. Do you consider three Jones solid movies to be a perfect trilogy? Yeah, do you? Oh, yeah. Love it. Clear I can up. go back and just watch them over and over and over. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Although somebody posted something on Twitter and it had Dr. Jones and he's stood at the top of the staircase in Rays of the Lost Ark and there's a big bookcase behind him. Mm-hmm. And when you zoom into the actual picture they put up there, it's just a painting and not real books. Blew my mind. <laughs> in, the, in the movie, it's supposed to be a real bookcase. Wow. But you can zoom into that shot painting but anyway Indy 5 it's, coming soon I guess happening.
1: what do you reckon are the chances Sheila LaBeouf comes back oh bloody hope not zero I reckon just
0: zero. don't do it <laughs> Just <see>. what <laughs> do you reckon recast his son or just don't even acknowledge never him? mention him again just never talk about him I mean we don't we never need to hear or see Mutt Williams again you wouldn't know a fun fact no when this movie comes, I mean yeah dude, sorry, I do sorry I apologise I should I shouldn't take it out on you you I, I was still annoyed you were like in a we ra- you're just off. in a
1: rage kind of yeah. pocket there when this movie comes out Harrison Ford will be older than Sean Connery
0: when the third one was it the third one but Sean Connery wasn't that old I mean that was i don't know, he was playing his father yes yeah
1: so now Harrison Ford will be playing an older a character, his character will be older than his father in that movie and remember how, I'm just, you know, I just think that's
0: interesting. I think Ford may have even been older in Crystal Skull. No. No, because how old would Sean Connery be now? You'd have to be I, like mean, he reti- I mean, he retired, didn't he? Was his last film League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? That was a while ago. That was his last film. Anyway, um <laughs> whose turn? Your turn. Clerks. <laughs> Clerks three. <laughs> Um, It's all been about the Kevin Smith
1: movies, and uh, I think... It has been lately. In our feed, uh, there's been a bit of... Yeah, that's all. You're welcome. Check them out. There's some (laughs) plugs. Um, But uh, Clerks 3 will take place almost entirely at Quick Stop, Um, according to director Kevin Smith, marking a return to the setting of, of course, the original Clerks film. I like that. In colour, I imagine. (laughs) I really
0: enjoyed Clerks 2. I think it's a really good film we get quick stop at the beginning and then we quickly move locations to movies the fast food joint mm, and then quickly go back uh, <laughs> I like that it's mostly going to take place just like that first movie yeah well i guess the idea was like oh look we've done
1: you know we've done a convenience store that kind of retail let's do fast foods a different sort of industry i guess now going back it would be it would be all about that again but I guess there's like a chicken stop next like a chicken shop next to him whether that's oh open. from the
0: reboot movie yeah. maybe that'll be I don't know I don't know Quick Stop though that's good It's mm. exciting yeah I mean that's a good point actually we literally just got to see Quick Stop in reboot
1: yeah you know one thing we didn't mention in our, our review which yeah you guys should go and listen to the whole thing but here's something we didn't mention there's a like a DVD kiosk outside
0: what is it the red letter box something like that, like that.
1: yeah it's just sort of sad because it was like it used to be a video
0: store. Yeah, and they purposely went for that. They didn't want to use Netflix, so they went sure. for that one instead. Um, okay, we've spoken about this movie before, Shrunk, mm. with Josh Gad. It was always a movie, right? It was never a TV series. Yeah, always a movie. Oh, right. A movie. But Disney Plus? Disney Plus? Possibly. I think it was a Disney Plus thing. I think this could change, you know. I, th- I think maybe it could be changing, yeah. <laughs> But why? Tell me why it could be um, let, me, let me do the story. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because this is huge. This is so big. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, were you doing that this? <laughs> nope. Yes.
0: <laughs> a sequel? Nope. That's the next story. Rick Moranis. Oh, it is a sequel, actually. Rick Moranis. <laughs> Has signed on to appear in Shrunk, Disney's upcoming Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel. He'll be back as bumbling inventor Wayne Zielinski. So we knew that Gad was going to play Wayne Zielinski's kid. But now we know Moranis is coming out of retirement, not for Ghostbusters, but for this movie. What's maddening is that we...
1: Oh, just in our last movie show. Last we movie spoke show. spoke about Ghost Busters, uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife and we were like, you know, if he was to come out, you should do it for Ghostbusters, that role. But I guess,
0: no, nah, this is kind of, this was his... This is... This was his, his trilogy, series. wasn't it's it? his series. You know, Moranis has not appeared in a live-action theatrical film since 1994's Little Giants. What the hell is Little Giants? That's where he played the coach. I think it was uh, in just- baseball. See, so it's sports, right, American sports. sports. But that was the last time. But he's going to come back for this. I think you're right. I think when they first started talking about this, maybe it was Disney+. Plus. But no more. But it, uh, if you're Disney and Moranis is coming out of retirement for this movie, you're going to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> come on! <laughs> okay, that was intentional. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I hate you. I'm a and to, right, uh, which ideally is the sequel to Disney's live action Aladdin. Um it's in the works. It's officially. Uh, I'm pretty sure we we talked about this happening, right? Or was no, no, all no, this is no, the
0: first time we talked about this. Really? We last talked about Aladdin with the actor not being able to get screen tests. Right, well, or might have mentioned other oh, he's just on the to wait Aladdin too. I mean so he did that movie, Billion Dollars. Yeah. Nothing. Well, that's it. And this, then he does this. That sequel. movie
1: made some bank. Um, the film will receive a theatrical release, and is reported to be a completely original story. So this ain't going to be no Return of Jafar. I'm guessing it's going to be. No, not.
0: it's completely original. But not only that, it's going to be separate to that other Prince movie that they're making for Disney Plus. I, they're not doing that. Do you reckon they're going to fob it off and I, just do it? I this? think
1: there was some backlash, and they're like, "Yeah, it's stupid. Let's not do it. Let's just give us an Aladdin movie." Or give the monkey a spin-off. they can do, like, Abu Speaks. <laughs> ask questions. I don't know. But you're happy about that they're doing a sequel? We don't know if Guy Ritchie's coming back, but... Mate, out of all the Disney movies from last year, I had this weird
0: thing about this Aladdin movie. It was just... Something about it was... Just, it just tickled me in good ways. I watched it at the movies. We did a review. And I've seen that it is now available on Disney+. Plus, and then I realised I'm never going to watch it again. Oh, never watch no, it again. No, there was a charm to it. I watched it. it and thought it was fine. But it's like I can close my eyes and see the movie. I don't need to watch it again.
1: Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. It stained your it stained your brain. But Will Smith was doing something different yet channel, he's good, channeling the, the energy of. Hey, I liked Williams. it. I'm just not going to watch it again. Aladdin. You know, Musa was doing good stuff, and that's him. Made, What's his full name? Mina uh, Mina Musa. I think Whoa, or something there he is. like that. So he's got an acting
0: gig. The okay. second one. <laughs> good, for <him. laughs> good for him. He's back. And Naomi Scott. Ah, oh, no, you like her. My second. What oh, Disney well, Plus? We've got a, a live-action remake coming to Disney Plus: Lilo and Stitch. Now this is weird. Mm. I've got a weird thing for Lilo and Stitch as well. Like, oh, you? I I've never actually seen it. Oh, really? Well, I've seen bits. And Hawaii I, I know aliens? what it is. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. My kids seen it. Actually, liked it. <laughs> the voice of Stitch from original film, Chris Sanders, is said to be making a return. Obviously, just the voice. Yeah, of, I mean, it's going to be live action, but it'll be CGI. It's I mean, I don't myself. know, like a, a live action movie of an animated movie straight to Disney Plus, Lady and the Tramp. And you, and you,
1: you liked that one. I
0: didn't. Uh... I liked the fact that I didn't have to leave my house. I got to watch it at home. And I thought it was fine oh, for yeah. that. So maybe Lilo and Stitch will be similar to that. I'm with all the, you
1: know, got Detective Pikachu. Now we've got like Sonic on the horizon here. It's almost like these little CGI creatures, cartoon I guess they can pull it off. I really have no concern that they can't do it.
0: Oh, visually, I think they like, will. And
1: you know, Disney... five years ago, if you proposed yeah. this to him, I'd be like, Stitch would look like a monster, like some sort of disgusting demon.
0: But I would like, no, nah, he'd look cute and colorful. And you might not know this, but Disney have deep pockets. <laughs> and I think, because even with, like, you know, Spend the money. Lady and the Tramp, like, I don't think he looks cheap. And I think there's a charm to it, the way they went about using real animals animating the mouse. Yeah, so who knows? And it's an animated alien, and everything else will be live action. And what is it, Hawaii? He said. Have you seen the trailer? This is
1: complete random segue. Have you seen the trailer for that Willem Dafoe movie, The Call of the Wild or Wild
0: something? There's a dog. Oh, you're well. Call of the Wild is the Harrison Ford movie with a dog. You're talking. Is it Tongo or something like that? No,
1: it's a new movie coming out. It's it's. Oh, I think we're talking about ah, the yeah. Willem
0: Dafoe one on Disney Plus. No. Oh, is it coming to it? Disney Plus? Is it? Oh, it's, it came last year. Oh, I saw a trailer for it at the people cinema, like, didn't watch it. You might be talking about something else then, but there is different. a Willem Dafoe Disney movie. Do you know what? Him and the dog. I am talking
1: about Harrison Ford.
0: Right? Yeah, that's not Willem Dafoe. <laughs>
1: no, yeah, I am. I was thinking about that,
0: but yeah, never mind. Yeah, so because there was that funny meme where it was Han Solo and Chewbacca, but it was him and the dog. <laughs> but, but yeah, we're home. Um, but what was I say? I have no idea. The dog. I don't know if
1: he's in the trailer, but the dog is. It's 100% CGI. Really? Like it is actually it? looks? It looks shocking.
0: Whoa! I didn't. Yeah. Know, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've seen the trailers. I didn't. Really? It's not real. Oh, it's
1: intensely CGI. Do you know? That,
0: do you know that for a fact that so the dog's not real? Yeah. Really? I mean, you can tell. I need to do research. It's like it smiles. Well, before that, we need to get, get on. We need to get it's on with weird. the show. It's your story.
1: Oh, is it? Wow! Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot is in development. Yeah, I'm getting it all out. Uh, with a script from the writers behind the Evil Dead reboot and Don't Breathe. I enjoyed both those horrors. You know what?
0: We literally just reviewed our, our last movie review was Jane Silent Bob Reboot and we talk about remakes and reboots all the time and we've even talked about quite a few reboots and remakes on this show but just hearing you say Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot and it's from one of the writers behind the Evil Dead reboot
1: at I least, think
0: they're going to have to stop at some point. At least Don't Breathe was original. <laughs> <laughs> you know, *Jane's Silent Bob Reboot they make a point in that movie and this is another thing we didn't mention in our <laughs> review, that in like 10 years, like, Hollywood's just going to run out of ideas, and there's going to be nothing left to reboot, because in the last 10 years, they've just made reboots of original... No, I mean... I mean, that's... We do still get original cinema, we do, I'm, I'm joking,
1: but still. Yeah, if we want to have a serious conversation, we do. It's just, what are you watching? And I'm pointing at the microphone. What like are if you we paying for? If we
0: had a bell that we rang whenever we said reboot, when we were doing our movie shows, <laughs> ridiculous.
1: <laughs> My ears would be on fire because I'd be bleeding from the ringing. But yeah, go watch original cinema. Do it. Oh, but I guess the point though,
0: Texas so <laughs> They're doing another movie. Uh, Are like, you into it? Whatever. Do you want another one? No.
1: Like, whatever. No, you know what? I watch she horror movies when they come out. Like probably won't race to the cinema. This will be a a home watch. I reckon. Yeah, when it comes out, I will watch it when available to watch at home.
0: I did see sure. the last one. I've got no memory of it, but I know I watched it. Is that the one with... It was sort of it like... It was a girl it, running, screaming. <laughs> that's yeah. all I really remember. Oh, the, a farm. It
1: was like the origins of them, wasn't it? Like, it was... I don't know if that's a spoiler. You know what? You is know that a no,
0: Actually, I didn't see the... The the last one was called Leatherface, wasn't it? I haven't seen that one. I saw the one before. Oh. Yeah, no, it was because Leatherface. Because the, yeah. there is, like, the Texas Chainsaw Mask. I think the latest one I saw was just called... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sure. When I was younger, teenager, and those original movies from like the seventies and eighties, man, they were terrifying and gripping. You just watched them; it was an experience. I'm over all that now, and the idea of them just making more, yeah, not nah, not for me. There's an audience for
1: them. I might be part of it, but that's you know, it's fine.
0: Okay, to <laughs> TV
1: news. What do we got? We have um, we have Lucifer. So, Netflix has reportedly entered talks with Warner Brothers to extend Lucifer beyond its final planned
0: fifth season. I'm still struggling with season three. But I've been told that season four is good. Mm. That was the first what, Netflix series. It,
1: it, so, it, what was it originally? What network Fox. was it? Fox.
0: So, it was on Fox. Four, three seasons. When did Netflix pick it up? Oh, it's season four, obviously. Yeah, they got four, and then five was said to be extended. But and now they're they talking only, about doing more. Aren't they only a few episodes from.
1: I, this is production wise of filming, like the last two episodes or something. Like they've only got a
0: couple more to make. Well, now they're making more, right. apparently. Oh, I guess. I the, guess the honestly, season isn't gonna because they can still tweak the it. The episode got run, now the episode count is all over the place. That like is, I think oh, it okay. was like season two was maybe like eighteen, and then you go to season three, it's like twenty six. Oh, and wow. uh, season four, which is the Netflix series, I think it's about ten. <laughs> so they're up and down, like there's no consistency at all. Well, at least, at least they're obviously making.
1: To show how they feel, the seasons need to be. They're not restricting themselves to a network sort of
0: format. That's a plus, maybe. But I have been told I'm not. Again, I'm not enjoying season three to the point where I've just I've full stopped. I will try and, and get back. And people have said, well, you could probably just skip it and then just do four. But I can't do that personally. <laughs> you, I, I need I need to do them all. <laughs> but it, it is just make your own lost It's a bit of <laughs> bit of a struggle. Honestly, it was seeing Tom Ellis as Lucifer for like. A minute and a half, maybe, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. That made me think, you know what? i got go to go back. I to go back, watch the whole thing. Ah, well. Disney+, Plus. we have some release dates. Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be released in August this year. The Mandalorian Season 2 in October. And WandaVision in December. Originally, Vision was going to be next year. They brought it forward. Basically next year, though. I mean, it's December, but I like that. <laughs> But well, like, at least we know. I like this pacing though, because we're not really getting anything of interest new on Disney Plus at the moment. But now we know August. We need to get to August, and then we've got Falcon and Winter Soldier. Hopefully, season two of Jeff Goldblum kicks in end of the year as well. Mm. And then Mandalorian. It's pretty cool that season one feels like it just finished. On October, we we'll get season two. Already. Yeah,
1: it's it's bonkers. But yeah, I guess we're kind of waiting for. Like original content, yeah. There's a few things, but you know, not necessarily for for us as audience members. You know, I'm sure people are, are loving what they're what they. They're,
0: the ads thing, so I've got no interest. It's uh, no high school not, musical. Yeah, yeah, none of The live thing, whatever it is. I don't the know. encore with Kristen Bell. Sure. That, her and her schoolmates getting back together. Oh, I'm sure it's all cute and fun. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, come Just on, don't
1: want to watch it. Bring on August. That's where you know content will be flowing through. I mean,
0: Disney Plus. I've said it before. I paid for the year. <laughs> Disney has my money. Um, and I'm not watching it.
1: Well, at least we'll get at some point. Don't know when. But um, Emilio Estevez will reprise his role as coach Gordon Bombay in the upcoming The Mighty Ducks series on Disney+. And I was
0: like, Emilio! <laughs> Have you seen Nice at the Roxbury? No. Amazing. Will Fell, Chris Catan. Their whole thing is they always... The quite often recount meeting Emilio Estevez. Right. That's where my mind goes every time I hear Emilio Estevez. <laughs> um, but
1: he will join Lauren Graham and Good Boys Brady Noon in the revival.
0: I watched um, these movies when I was a kid. Yeah, what did it start with? Was it The Champions? Cha- yeah, Champions. It was just Champions, was it? Yep. And then D2, The Mighty Ducks, and then D3. Right. And not related to the alien duck hockey playing. Well, that was <laughs> Mighty
1: Ducks. No, that's
0: like a, a different thing, but still Mighty Ducks. I, I mean, mean the related... alien ducks were the logos worn on the uniforms. Yeah, right?
1: it was connected. I just don't know. I just don't know how. I well, used to watch well, that well. cartoon. In fact, you know what? Maybe
0: I'll just watch that on Disney Plus. <laughs> I'll go back and do the Mighty Ducks trilogy and the animated series. To tie you, over. I
1: did hear that potentially the Mighty Ducks team in this new movie will be the, the bad, bad, guys. bad guys. I heard that as well. Just the assholes, I guess. The do you
0: think maybe Coach Bombay leaves and he comes back to find that the team isn't the team that he left? Right. And he needs he's just to, like, get them he's back like, in line. What the duck, guys? What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> for duck's yeah, duck like sake. Yeah. For duck's sake. Yeah. So, first off, they did announce that Lauren Graham was joining the cast. And then it was like almost a week later Emilio Estevez. Mm. Brilliant. It's just. It's like Rick Moranis. It's just too much. Too and it's much Disney. To, yeah. yeah. Estevez They're Moranis. Pulling them in. Tournament Hooch. Remember that? Keeping like, it Disney I mean, Plus.
1: You know my, my Tom Hanks uh, fascination?
0: Well, not Tom Hanks. This no. Time. no. But... Josh Peck. <laughs> he um He's going to be playing the bloke. And I guess the dog's playing the dog. We're getting a Tournament <laughs> Hooch <laughs> reboot series. Hmm. And I think that's all I've got to say about that. Right. It's a... Cop and a dog. <laughs> they did a lot of them back in the day, didn't they? Canine. 9 That's the first I thought tournament of. Tournament hooch. I'm saying a lot. I think that's it. That's <laughs> all I, <thought laughs> I can think of. Sure I mean, they made a couple of
1: them back in the day. Oh, I'm going to talk about Masters of the Universe now. Uh, Masters of the Universe: Revelation. Mark Hamill will be the voice of Skeletor. That wasn't right. Um, in <laughs> Netflix's animated series, Masters of the Universe: Revelation. Uh, Lena Headey from Game of Thrones will play Skeletor's right-hand woman, uh, Ewolin. Chris Wood from Supergirl is Prince Adam or He-Man. And Sarah Michelle Gellar and Liam Cunningham from Game of Thrones as well uh, will play He-Man's cohorts Teela and
0: Man-at-Arms. What a bloody cast. What a cast. What a cast. We've got Monel from Supergirl to play He-Man. but Love it. But
1: there's, there's more. There's... There's more. The cast also includes Stephen Root, Diedrich Bader, Griffin Newman, Tiffany Smith, Henry Rollins, Alan Oppenheimer, Susan Eisenberg, Alicia Silverstone, Justin Long, Jason Mews, Phil Lamar, Tony Todd, Chris Summer, Kevin Michael Richardson, Kevin Conroy, and Harley Quinn Smith.
0: Harley Quinn Smith, you say? (laughs) In a (laughs) Kevin Smith production? Outrageous. Who'd have thought? You Um, know who um, Jason Mews is playing? He's playing the character Stinkor. Right. I just expect him to pop up as
1: Jay and He's say, He's playing I'm not- <laughs> a legit
0: character. And the, the toy that they released in the 80s, you'd squeeze it and it would like, give off a bad smell. Oh, he was like a, a skunk creature. So they've got Muse playing that part. Oh, Do you okay. recognise the name Susan Eisenberg? It sounds... It's Wonder Woman from the Bruce Timm animated series, oh, Justice League. Very excited right. about that. Phil Lamar, he was John Stewart Green Lantern. Honestly, these these actors here, like Kevin Smith's, just like made it's as if is made a dream list. <laughs> <laughs> this is who I would like see. Who you can get, and That's they've got it. all of them. But we are going, you know, it's, it's voices. We are talking animated. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is, which is still exciting. But oh yeah. no, this is this is honestly, I am so excited about this. The only curve for me, yes, it's a continuation of the original animated series. But it's an anime series. I've never been big into anime, so it's going to have that anime style mm. to the animation. But I'm still here for it, though. Oh, and another interesting thing about the casting—you mentioned Alan Oppenheimer. He was the—he was Skeletor in the original series. This time, he's playing Mossman. Right. But they've got the original Skeletor back. I love it.
1: Skeletor.
0: What, I mean, seriously, what a cast! That's a bloody good cast, and yeah, Sam so sure Gallop. Crazy. She's in there as Taylor. It's I'm like, very excited about that. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Nuts. Oh, have you heard about the... Well, I'll tell you about it if you haven't. No, the, I have not heard the about The untitled Goonies drama. This sounds... What? Madness. I've made up. Fuck... Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we've talked about today... <laughs> be made of ah, fiction. I mean, it's true. Don't get us wrong. It's true. Putting We're reporting the news. But this works for fiction. That's what it means. Fox has given a pilot order to an untitled drama about students remaking the 1985 movie The Goonies. Okay. Do you know what? Yeah. That. Okay. There's something there. Over uh, the course <laughs> of the season, the students' passion will inspire a town in desperate need of hope in this love letter to the power of cinema, storytelling, and dreams. I'm sold. <laughs> I want to see that Actually, show. Yeah, the When I first heard about it, it sounded pants, to be honest.
1: I mean, if you just lead with it's an Untitled Goonies drama, it's sort of like what are they, like some sort of sequel spin-off type thing set within the town, to discover the gold again or something. I don't know.
0: But that sounds interesting. But this is it?
1: like... It's about real... I guess like it's about fictional real people <laughs> who are remaking... This beloved movie. Oh wow! It's okay. like, I mean, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Good on you, Fox. I, I mean, I mean, I jumped on that sounded, quick, It I? sounded terrible,
0: but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's something. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Actually, it, it's yes. Yeah, we've waited all these years. I think it's because we've waited all these years for a Goonies sequel. I mean, it's not going to happen. And then they announce a Goonies TV series. Excitement level straight away goes up, mm. and then oh, what, 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 what is it? Something yeah. completely different no, this
1: sounds like this sounds like whatever it is, it will be uh, it will be like this movie is amazing, and we're honoring it by
0: this this thing that we're, I don't know yeah so cool and the and they've got it in the in the description there it's a love letter to the power of cinema, love it, yeah okay it's about a
1: bunch of people making a movie that's interesting in itself, um stranger things. So here we go. Netflix uh, dropped a teaser video. I I
0: don't even think it's a minute long. It's very short. Released on Valentine's Day.
1: Right. Yes. (laughs) Netflix's love letter to you. Um, It's a season four tease. Um, It does reveal officially that um, David Harbour's chief, Jim Hopper, will return. He's alive. I mean, no surprise.
0: It's one of the best things about the show. But then he did... Get taken away. He disappeared at the end of season yeah, three. Like, come on now. Yeah. We were all fairly confident. We were all, not all, but us too. You know, we can't <laughs> speak for the listeners. But we were confident that he was going to be back, and it's good that he is back. I guess I was hoping he was going to be, but he's not necessarily going to be the same character. I mean, clearly the actor's back, and I mean he's got less hair, but he doesn't necessarily know who he is or how he got there. Mm. So there's going to be a potential mystery around that.
1: I'm, I'm
0: happy that I'm happy that he's back. It's
1: surprising, but there's in trailer talk.
0: I thought about it, but then it's a bit of horror, isn't it? I thought it's a nice way to cap. <laughs> if you, because if you cast your mind back, I capped movie sure. the uh, movie news with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and yeah. Stranger Things I mean, to exactly, TV yeah, news. That sounds good. That's what I did. Okay, so that's TV news. <laughs> and you're right, I could have. No, nah, that's fine. <laughs> Recommend. Um, so I need to give a disclaimer. I've not yet got around to watching the Robert Pattinson starring. Good Time. Oh. It's added to my Netflix list. And I forgot what you recommended last You've time. You've seen it, Arrow. That's what I recommended last episode. Oh, that's true. Only four seasons of it, though. Halfway. It's more than I've seen a good time. Half half, yeah. You've got to watch half a good time.
1: Watch it. do never nah, mind. <laughs> you yeah, could watch it in percentages. Um, I'm going all the way back to where we opened with Oscars, and I know it's a bit of a cop out because I am recommending the best picture. Of the, the year, I guess. Parasite. Get on it. Watch it. Um, no, for real, I, I tried to think of something to recommend. And this is the last really, really, really good thing that we're not doing a review, review for that I want to recommend. So, yeah, Parasite, we said it before, directed by Bong Joon-ho. Um, it's got a whole bunch of actors that you don't know. So Cho Young, Jong Park So Dam, Choi Wux Sheik. A whole bunch of them. Um, fantastic movie. Like I said earlier, unconventional, very, very original, funny, tense. Um, there's a bit of social commentary on there. I'm not really sure what it's trying to say, but it's all, it's there. It's, it's like a horror movie without the horror. Just all the other feelings that you get. Being uncomfortable, tense.
0: Watch it! Oh, you, you don't <laughs> need to sell me on I it. I definitely will be watching it. I'll watch it. My recommend, seems a bit silly now, (laughs) after you've recommended Best Picture, the Academy Awards. So for Sounds Like Comics, I did an episode all about the first Jane Silent Bob movie. For that film, Stu, we did a review or an episode all about the third Jane Silent Bob movie. So my recommend today is the second Jane Silent Bob movie. Yes, I am talking about (laughs) Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie.
1: Oh, yes, of course. Did we even mention that when we did our review? Not once.
0: Another thing we (laughs) didn't mention in that review. Never mentioned it. Uh, This is a movie that is very short. If you're ever stuck for time and you want to watch a movie but you only have one hour... This is for you. It's it a is one hour, a one-hour movie. On the door. It's a one-hour movie. About Fifty-nine minutes, not one hour. Maybe two sixty-one minutes. minutes. Don't watch the end credits. <laughs> but this is a movie So you can fit into that time. As soon as it starts, just get out. If you've not seen it, and I think a lot of people wouldn't have. I mean, I I searched this movie when it first came out, <laughs> being such a big fan. And the driving force behind this was Jason Mutes. The film was based on a script written by Kevin Smith, or it was adapted for the film from a companion piece that Smith did for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So it features characters from here, there and everywhere. Jason Mewes is back as the voice of Jay. I'm going to say Kevin Smith's back as the voice of <laughs> Kevin... Well, not Kevin Smith, back as the voice of <laughs> Bluntman. They are one in the same. <laughs> and Silent Bob. But maybe he's got one line of dialogue. That seems to be his go-to in most movies. In this film, though, Stone as Jay and Silent Bob hit the lottery jackpot and use their cash windfall to become crime-fighting superheroes in this anime adventure from director Steve Stark. It is silly, and even the quote from one of the websites, Flickering Myth, I think, the quote (laughs) on the front of the DVD, this is for fans of Kevin Smith. Right. Or they say like fans of the duo. Sure. I would not recommend this to anybody that does not like Jane Silent Bob because you will absolutely hate it. But if you do like Jane Silent Bob, it's really novel. And I managed to pick it up on DVD from JB Hi-Fi, $7.
1: Ooh.
0: Honestly. It's only 61 minutes. I can't you. remember the last time I was so happy with a purchase from JB Hi-Fi. Was that on special? Or was that just the ticket price? That was the ticket price. Well,
1: imagine like this. Ticket 60%.
0: price. So happy. So there we are. We've got Academy Award winning... Parasite mm-hmm. and Jane Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie
1: well I guess out of all the Viewer movies that's the only one I haven't watched
0: besides like the ones that are now related by Extinction you, know? you can borrow it I'll, I'll drop it off next time <laughs> sure but there we go and I'm not going to do trivia be well because I've done it already no, you did it it didn't, was yeah. sore. So that's it for our movie show. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on uh,
1: Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as Podcast. We also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds
0: Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. And all our episodes can be found on our website, ThatFilmStubePodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our
1: recent review of a Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which I think we name-dropped about 17 times in this episode. And we've got a Sonic the Hedgehog review coming really, really fast.
0: You would have heard us talk about Jay and Silent Bob a lot of late. We will stop. I think (laughs) we've... We've talked about Kerry Smith so much if we lately. do mention them at all in our
1: Sonic review, we will cut it. Yes. It, yeah, it yeah. Won't yeah. Make we it. will
0: not mention James Silent <laughs> Bob in our Sonic Review. Even by review. accident, we will remember. We promise. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film stew. See you soon.